0: everyone and welcome to almost cancelled i am peter that is connor and we are going to talk about the mandalorian season one episode eight It is called chapter eight redemption so full spoilers for the episode as always and of course it is the season finale as well so keep that in mind too uh so we left the cliffhanger last episode uh the the, the moth showed up and was uh had them kind of you know Trapped inside the building, uh, they yeah. sent speeders after after Baby Yoda. Uh, Nick Nolte was down and out, uh, implying that they'd already nabbed him, which they actually have. I mean, the first scene we really get here is uh, the two stormtroopers who uh, have who have yeah. kidnapped him before the droid shows up and saves him, of course. Uh, and we get about three minutes of uh, meta comedy with the stormtroopers not being able to shoot a can.
1: That was the moment where I knew this was the a Taika Waititi episode. Like, you know, this conversation, I was like, "Yeah, this this is his episode."
0: Yeah, but was there anything after this though that was Taika Waititi esque? Because I saw uh, his I saw his name come up at the end. I i forgotten he was going to direct one. That wasn't in my head my head when I was watching it. And I got to his name at the end, and I went, "I feels like a waste of Taika Waititi." Not that it was like a poor episode directorial, just that it was so much action that I'm like. I, I, there was almost no no chance for Taika Waititi to shine through I, no, it.
1: I get what you're saying. This wouldn't have been my first choice of the one that he's going to direct. right? You'd probably, if you were making that decision, you'd probably give him one in the middle where he could do a bit more freedom. Yeah, to th- do, th- right? th-
0: this is the one you give to, I don't know, Michael Bay, I, guess. I well, Maybe not, but you know what I mean? like Someone that, who's yeah, more action-orientated. Sort of,
1: yeah, although that said, I think he did a perfectly fine job with the action. And yeah, this opening scene definitely felt like his stuff. Yeah, the um, rest of it just felt like an action episode, so... I, 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 I will say, anything actually with him, because he voices the, the droid as well. Um, hmm. And there were, there were a handful of like funny lines from that that did feel like his sort of comedy.
0: Yeah, the droid, of course, shows the big damn hero in this episode, because Taika is like, yep, I'm going to make myself look good. This is, <laughs> my, much, this yeah. is my character, so he's going to be the hero who storms in the town and kills everything on his own, because he's...
1: It, it is pretty cool,
0: let's be honest. He's the best. Um... Why do you say that as if I'm going to agree? You know, you make these assumptions.
1: I don't know. Droid going through on a murder and Rampage? What's not to like?
0: It was okay. Ugh. It was okay. Which is how I define this whole episode, as okay.
1: I I think this episode is exactly as good as the rest of the season, if not slightly better than half of it. And I think you are just soured after seeing Rise of Skywalker.
0: I mean, that may be a part of it, but I don't think the movie's got that much to do with it to, all in. Um, this is more of an accumulation of Star Wars in general. Where
1: okay, but that's probably the breaking point, right?
0: <sighs> yeah, sure. It's just the thing that's tipped me over. But it's not even the movie that's tipped me over. It's everyone it's talking the about Star afterwards. Wars.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's tipped me over. Because no, no, it's true. Because last week, obviously, when we did the the episode of this, we'd both seen the movie already, and you 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 know you liked last week's episode well enough, um, and I think it was. Yeah, I think, I' current if I'm wrong, but I think we both agreed that was probably the second best episode, or you know, joint with like the third one. Uh, was yes. was last week's. and you know, but I suppose it's the the week after that where we've had a lot of the Star Wars discussions. So it was still very fresh when we were talking about it. It wasn't really online yet.
0: Yeah, I was in such an anti-Star Wars mood watching this that as soon as it cut to some Stormtroopers, I was groaning uh, because they are symbolic of Star Wars. You think of Star Wars, you think of Stormtroopers. They're the first image that comes to mind um so you know it was fine like i i'm gonna be honest i don't think i'm gonna do season two i think i'm good uh i think i'm like i i've put myself through this season uh because this i mean it has been fine it's not been bad for the most part but like i've noticed as the seasons went on i've been pushing the episode later and later every week It's always left to the last minute i'll do everything else i need to do for the day and then i like, oh, I guess I need to watch Mandalorian. It's like, it's a chore. It's a chore to put it on.
1: It might be interesting, just... You know what would actually be interesting to see. is, in, mm. You know, a, it'll be... I think they, they announced uh, just after it aired, you know, fall 2020 is when it's coming. So we got most of the year. And most of that year will be without a lot of Star Wars talk, I would have thought. There might be, you know, the odd bit here or there. The usual amount. But... Aye, but it's not just that, though, right? Come on, no, now. no, like, no. I'm wondering how how you'd feel removed from being around. Because even the start of this show was in the build to Rise of Skywalker, right? You know, it was in the it was in the zeitgeist a lot more.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's not just this little bubble of time period. It's been the last five years. <laughs> it's been it's been yeah. Star Wars has been back in constant and every time I say I'm done with Star Wars I don't want to watch any more Star Wars everyone says no no you have to just try it go on and it gets rammed down my throat and I'm just I think I'm done I am i don't need any more, like I literally do not need any more Star Wars in my life ever again I'm good and
1: until we have to watch the Rogue One show
0: I mean I'll force myself through a pilot if you want but i like, that's that's about the extent as I'm, I'm giving you. I, I
1: want you towards the part. Just, and that's one that I, I don't even think, oh, you know, like Mandalorian. Like, oh, you might like Mandalorian. You're not going to like Rogue One. You hated that movie. I but think
0: it's going to be funny. <laughs> I, I, I just I don't know what anyone gets out of me talking about this show anymore at this point. At this I point, we've settled into exactly what it is.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? And everyone's freaking out about the stupid sword at the end of this episode. And I Yes, Dark Sabre. And I don't know what it is. I don't care what it is. I'm 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 going to give a history lesson whether you like it or not because and, there
1: might be viewers who need to know.
0: And I don't like. I think they they introduced you know Moth this this past episode and they had this big entrance at the end. I I feel like he was really undercooked in this finale and like I know he's not done because he gets out of the ship at the end and he's like ah right. yeah, I'm here to fight another day. But even that tease didn't feel like a big deal to me because. We've spent so little time with him so far. It's not really proved proven to me why he's a big deal or why I should care that much. Mm, um, so uh, I think that's been kind of weak sauce. Uh, uh, and it's kind of funny how we end this this season. Kind of almost in a really similar place as we ended episode three, where yeah, I mean, there's a couple of more specifics in place, but ultimately we're leaving this planet again. Baby Yoda's with with Mando
1: and. To be continued. I think the the key difference is Mando's attitude at this point, because you know at the end of episode three, it was a begrudging, "Well, I don't want to let him die," sort of thing. But now it's he's he's actually kind of essentially adopted him, right? Uh, it, it's a, it's a lot more willing, and and you know that that relationship's a lot further along than it was at the end of episode three.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying there's no differences. I just like ultimately. This, this season like it's funny because I joked how in the first episode the first 10 minutes felt like a short film felt like a proof of concept and then they tacked on the rest of the episode to it like this season as a whole bizarrely feels like a prologue to the actual story do you think? yeah I, I don't I, now that we've ended the season I, I, I feel like because we've ended with okay we've set up and he has to find Baby Yoda's like people so that he, Baby Yoda will have a proper home to grow up in and all that mm. um you this whole thing feels like act one, if that <laughs> like is in, in just, a way,
1: yeah, I guess we're saying.
0: guess this the opening of it. Um. I, anyway, to, to, to circle back around to my my thing is, I think this show is perfectly fine, and if you care about Star Wars, I think this show will tick uh, scratch a lot of itches. Um, if you don't care about Star Wars, and I definitely don't, then everything with you know, various types of storm trippers, everything with blades from animated series and comic books, whatever that thing's from. Um, all of it just makes me roll my eyes. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: All of it. I'm just, is I there... was I was so done. And I get that there's, there's nothing really bad about this episode, but I, as I was watching
1: this, I was just so done. I just did not care about any of it. It's funny that this is the episode for you, like, given that, yeah, this episode doesn't do anything, any... Better or worse than any of the other episodes, really. You know, especially if you go back and compare to like those first three, it's kind of on par with those, right? And I think it's funny that it's just over the last two months you've just kind of broken. Because I don't think I think it's you that's changed, not the show. In this in this scenario,
0: to a point, I would argue this one's a little bit more
1: reliant on the fact that it's Star Wars to build its hype because it's I think only the only the very end tease with the dark saber, Nothing else, I think, is. Um. I don't think there's anything else in this that the show hasn't established itself that that you know that you've that I feel like you're missing out on. Well, the whole moth thing, to be honest, like I don't know. I don't like, know. They, they kind of set up that he came in, he's slaughtering all his own men because they weren't doing good enough, and you know, and he's like, no, I'm I'm taking charge. And then you've got a, a little bit of an exposition dump where they talk about, hey, no, this guy has a, a personal connection to to them. He knows who they are and, and stuff like that. Um. I don't know. That didn't feel like it was uh, reliant on anything else. That that wasn't particular, you know, super Star Wars. It was just felt like, oh, okay. Maybe it could have been presented better. Uh, I'm not not arguing that. But I think yeah, this episode clearly uh, had all that context there.
0: I just didn't feel the threat that much. I didn't feel like how, why it was such a big deal. Um, I mean, he had that moment where he says his name, and it's like, oh, he knows Mando's real name. That's, that's you know, it's a big deal. Um, hmm. I just, I don't know. I, 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 didn't, I didn't really feel anything from. It. I, I felt more because it was Gush Fring than I did anything in this episode. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, like I, I, I guess you know him and the the TIE fighter at the end and just stuff like that. Like I don't know. Like I,
1: I just went, oh, he's in a TIE fighter. Of course he is. <laughs> I mean, this is like such a weird clip when he came in in a TIE fighter last episode. That was is like it? his big entrance. Did he? I don't remember that. Yeah, because um, it, it had the folding wings.
0: Oh, that sounds vaguely familiar. I guess. I'm just done. I don't care anymore. I don't care. Yeah. It's that simple. I just don't give a shit. Um, I'm out. Uh, I don't care that we saw his face. Um...
1: <laughs> I, I think I, I appreciate. Like, I don't really care that we did see his face necessarily. I like that they didn't have it happen. You know, all the time. If and you know, they set up early on. No, it's a big deal that he can't show his face. So it makes sense that we save it for the last episode of the season. That's fine. And you know they did some you know technical wordplay loopholery so that you know that that he can kind of be okay with it. Um, that's nice enough. Mm-hmm. Well, you go on then. I've got nothing more to say. You can all, all those things work for me. Uh, you know, like the I, I I'm I'm going to geek out about the Darksaber. I know Pete doesn't care, but there's there's some real great history of this that actually ties to this show really nicely. So a bit a bit of in universe context first. Uh, the, it was first introduced in Clone Wars, and it was basically in Clone Wars. It was belonged to a Jedi f- who you know made it like a thousand years ago, and it was the only Mandalorian Jedi ever who'd made this lightsaber. And uh, the, the the Mandalorian stole it back essentially uh, at one point, and it became like a, a symbol of power amongst the Mandalorians. Whoever whoever had it basically ruled the planet. Um, became that that sort of that was like a crown essentially. And um, the character who had it in Clone Wars uh, pre Vizsla was voiced by Jon Favreau, uh, so it kind of has this really nice link there in in a in a meta way that you know Favreau's the showrunner here, and it was his character that that introduced this to to the world of Star Wars at all, um, so there's this nice connective tissue here. Um, but then obviously it, you know Darth Maul had it for a while in Clone Wars and in Rebels, and then Sabine in Rebels, and Sabine gave it to another character. And, you know, the, the whole point of, of that beat in Rebels was this really hopeful, uplifting thing of, okay, you know, uh, Mandalore, the, the planet, is going to be in a better place from here on out. And then to see this here, because, um, you know, for a, a lot of the season, these Mandalorians have been very different. Um, and there's been a lot of questions of, you know, okay, who are these guys exactly? Um, given some of the stuff in the flashback, I feel like they might be an offshoot of Death Watch and gone really extreme cultist. Um but not entirely sure on that. Uh, but the idea of okay, these have all been very separate. So what's you know, where's the rest of the Mandalorians? How's Mandalore itself? And uh, the fact that that uh, you know Moff Gideon has this dark saber implies that Mandalore has been screwed. And we hear about the purge or the the Great Purge, I think they called it. Um, and yeah, I'm really interested in these these things, and I think that that's stuff that that season two is going to delve into a bit more, and we'll get some actual. You know. So I think. Beyond just me geeking out and, and hear you know, going all oh, backstory, I think this is actually uh, setting up a lot of stuff for season two, um, which I'm, I'm really down for. Uh, yeah, okay. I've I've geeked out about that bit. Is there anything else you want to talk about?
0: Not particularly. No. Yeah. Oh, I liked the bit where she says Mandalorians aren't a race, and then Mando goes, they're a creed. And I felt like it was missing a shot of of uh, Apollo Creed just winking at the camera, being like, hey,
1: hey. Honestly, I laughed at that too, because I'm like, he's right There's no one going to address this. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it would,
0: it's fine.
1: Like, I think um, the things are like, you know, we, we saw more of the flashback again this time. I actually think it worked here. Um, I think this should have been the only time we'd seen this flashback. Because uh, we complained about this in the the respective episodes, whenever that was, um, like two and three, I think, yeah, something like that. And we we didn't really like him there. I think it worked fine here because it actually made sense here to have that story that he's telling and and kind of have that context. Uh, probably would have worked more if it had, you know, been the first time we'd seen it though. At least for me. Hmm. Then, uh, oh, and and, and oh, like you say, you know, IG Eleven is the 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 hero of the episode who goes out and you know self destructs and. Um, Basically, everything that comes out of IG-11's mouth is great. Uh, I don't know. How how, how did you feel about the the Stormtroopers at the start? Stormtroopers? Yeah, you know, on the... On the the comedy. Yeah, having the the, the not-robot-chicken skit. Um... It was... I mean...
0: It was kind of weird. Like, it felt like... uh, like, a pure comedy scene. And it's not that there's been no comedy in this show at all, but uh, it felt like we start like... It, it almost... I mean, we're talking about Taika Waititi here, who I do like, uh, but it kind of felt like I'd been watching Thor 1 and 2 and all of a sudden it was Thor Ragnarok and it's just <laughs> comedy
1: everywhere all of a sudden. Uh, it has kind of that feel to it. Um, I get that. Where it kind of feels tonally jarring, even though objectively on its own, it's kind of funny and good. Um, Well,
0: the whole... Missing thing, you know, the, the, yeah, okay, not, not, be, that not being able to, sh- you know, shoot a target. I wasn't really. Th- I mean, the punching baby Yoda was was cracking me up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it was me too. I'll, I'll, I'll give it that. Uh, the, the little squeal it was making every time he punched the bag was was making me chuckle.
1: I, I like like the other one. Just wanted to see it. And I just kept making excuses to. Help. I want. I want to see whatever this little thing is.
0: The uh, but they're not been able to hit the can with the the blasters and the sort of the, the joke that like, oh, stormtroopers can never hit anything; their aim's terrible. Um, I don't know. It was almost like too much. Like it was almost like too. It was acknowledging it too much to the point where, like, of course, when the robot goes in and takes out all the stormtroopers, it's easy because the stormtroopers can't hit anything. Like, are no, yeah, like, I
1: will say is I laughed in this because I was on the same side as you, going, "Oh, this is a bit far." I mean, when the first one's just shooting at it and can't do it. And then the second one looks over and it, it, it's like, I'm going to show you how it's done. And I thought that's, you know, what the joke was, that they're not all that terrible and he's just going to nail it. And then he starts missing as well. And like, it just cracked me up because it was exactly not what I expected from the joke, even though that's entirely what the joke is. Mm. Uh, so that, that that was quite funny in that regard.
0: Yeah, I hated the flamethrower stormtrooper though. They, they 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 ramped up the music. It was all this like slow motion as he was
1: walking in with his flamethrower. Because it was cool as shit with a flamethrower.
0: It wasn't cool as shit. This is my this is my problem with Star Wars. Everything's cool. Everyone likes stuff because it looks cool.
1: There was another wrong with this. They were like bringing the flame and and then you know he's like burn them out and then in you know it marches the guy with the flame He gets a big entrance because he's got the he's got the the, the flamethrower. Yes, and then a pipsqueak the size of a my foot beat him. Yes, that's the whole point is, holy shit, this is even, you know, Baby Yoda is even more powerful than we thought. He's just stopping this fire, no problem.
0: What do you mean powerful than we thought? He already forced through a big monster thing back in like episode three.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, you know, and he, he lifted it up and that was about it. And he threw it a little bit. That was heavier this than was... this fire. Yeah, but it's not about weight it's about you know the 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 amount the fire's there the way it's spreading you know and and it's stopping it in its tracks like that and then you know and and, and then the fireball back at it you know it's completely different sure but anyway it it was impressive because it was established as you know you know this guy's a a fairly big deal
0: (laughs) yes the stormtrooper would be met 10 seconds ago yeah senior (laughs) problem I just... There's goddamn red stormtroopers in the new movie for no goddamn reason. Now that I was this no, stupid I'm... asshole. And it's just like, how many colours of stormtroopers are we going to make? So we can sell more toys. Come on. How many? Look, how many do we make?
1: The pointless red stormtroopers in the movie, I will grant you. They
0: did nothing. Was just...
1: There was like one no, shot no. of them. <laughs> I agree. This one, he's just a regular stormtrooper who has a red stripe on to designate that he uses a flamethrower. That's it. That's, that's fine.
0: Surely, him holding a flamethrower would be enough to designate that he uses a flame flamethrower. Yeah,
1: but you know, if you're looking around your unit, you know, you go, oh, you, you over there, you've got a flamethrower. Come here now. Yeah, all right. Honestly,
0: I don't, really, I don't even care that much that he looked different. It was, it was more just the the slow motion introduction with the big dramatic music, as if he was a big deal. And It's like, I mean, if he'd burned at least one of them alive before, baby, you would have stopped him. And fair enough, he's he's accomplished something, but he get beat immediately.
1: Yeah, but it was fun.
0: <laughs> all right go on. You can geek out about your stupid jetpack, and I minute if you want. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, jetpack was cool. Uh, was happy to see that he, you know, he finally got that. Um, I, I was surprised to see it actually being used in this episode because you know it's it, it was like you know you're gonna have to practice with it again before you're properly good at it. So I appreciate that he wasn't just good with it immediately. You know, he he could go just forwards, and then he had to use his his grappling hook, which has been a thing that he is good with. Hmm. Um. And then the jetpack literally just—you know—right before he hits the ground, just to you know slow the fall. It's not like there's a, a vast amount of control going on, so it didn't feel like he was just suddenly amazing with it. Uh, after they told us that he won't be, um, so yeah, that was fun to see. And again, that—that's something that I think since the third episode has been, well, he's going to get one eventually. Um, so this—it it felt like a a pretty natural uh, conclusion for for that for me. It's not like it came out of nowhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: anything else happen that you want to complain about no I'm good we had a oh yeah I'll tell you what was weird in terms of just the visual the uh, what looked like an R2 unit at first uh, that it stands up and it's got like these legs and arms
0: yeah it's the, the Venice boatman right uh, the...
1: yeah well, obviously but it's
0: lava could... but it's, you know same difference yeah
1: yeah. but it, it was weird because it was like uh, you know it looked like it was just an R2 unit at first uh, that it's got legs and arms and it just threw me off as a visual. Mm. I don't I like, dislike it. It was just weird to see. Yeah, okay. Yeah, is that, is that... Honestly, I, I don't understand, <laughs> for most people, I don't understand how they would have enjoyed most of this season and not enjoy this. I feel like it's a pretty natural conclusion and evolution of most of the things in the show.
0: Hey One of my critiques have been that it's not a natural conclude for the most part to, to the show. Um it's been more of a wearing down of my uh, patience. Then the movie kind of multiplied
1: it a little bit. Um, and- do you think, just, yeah, this is a question. If, if this episode had come out last week, right? You know, all of this show was a week ahead of where it was. And we were doing this, you know, right after you'd seen the movie, you know, or before everyone was really talking about it. And maybe right before the mm-hmm. movie, do you think you would have enjoyed this episode more? I think
0: I'd have been less moody about it. But, I mean it doesn't change the fact that it's been several weeks of me pushing this off to the last minute because I don't really want to watch it that much no no um, that's fair and not because it's the worst thing ever not because it's terrible not because it's it's painfully bad just because I'm just not that invested or care that much um, and one of the things that I've been trying to do recently is cut down on shows that that make me feel that way. There's no point yeah. in forcing my way through things that uh, I don't actually get excited to talk about. Because ultimately, the best conversations we have is when I actually care about what I'm talking about. When I don't care about what I'm talking about, you end up with,
1: well, this and... Me talking about the, the history of the Darksaber.
0: And, yeah. I don't even care enough to sort of fight, because a lot of this isn't the quality of the show. A lot of this is me just not liking Star Wars. Yeah. You know, I don't like how Star Wars looks. I don't like the designs of things. I don't like you know...
1: Yeah, I think again. Yeah, we, we objectively everything in this episode still looks great visually, uh, effects wise. Oh,
0: from a production value standpoint, yes, everything looks. Yeah. Uh, it, it
1: stylistically is obviously, of course, that's down to taste. The only is.
0: the only exception I might say is when he's using the sword at the end to cut through the door or the metal to make a door. Mm. There was a part of that, and I, I think it's just because it's so hot you know, to, to make it so hot, looking it so bright, is that it almost looked like a cartoon part of it for a little bit of the cutting.
1: Hmm. Um, I wonder if part of that's because the dark saber is kind of a weird, unique-looking thing. It's not like another lightsaber, like, you know, other is just a beam of solid light, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas this is black and it's sh- it's thin like a sword. You know, like, like it would actually, it's shaped like metal, and it's got like this white outline around it. So I wonder if that that doesn't translate as well. Maybe maybe
0: I was it was more so the just the, the the molten sort of cut effect on the the metal. Yeah. Um, it looked kind of cartoony. W- once he kicked it off it kind of looked okay because there was like context and like the opening mm-hmm. of it but as it was going around it it just kind of looked like a cartoon line appearing <laughs> around mm-hmm. the, the shape.
1: Okay,
0: yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know if that's just because it's a bad effect or if it's just because that's just how it looks when you have something cutting at that heat. It looks that yeah. cartoony mm-hmm. looking but... It's not something I have a frame of reference for uh, in no, day-to-day no, life. No, that's true. You,
1: you, this could be entirely accurate for all we know. Uh, I've never worked in a steel mill, <laughs> so I'm shocked. Um, as if you have, <laughs> I could have.
0: All right, did did mistake your ginger hair for the steel? <laughs> It's so gonna go with, like, furnace or something. They'll put, they'll put the fire poker in it. Well, I mean the molten steel, I don't mean the steel that's, you know, solidified.
1: <laughs> that's a point. Yeah, you know, we had a, a, you know, the armorer fighting off uh, a bunch of stormtroopers, and um, she's what? using, like, the, the hammer and tongs.
0: Ah, she gave him the symbol, these uh, shoulder things. signet,
1: yeah. Uh, I really like that fact where, you know, it's pretty brutal, she's, like, smacking them with the hammer and it's crushing them and stuff. And one dude goes into the the melting pit and that looked painful. I was hmm. I was quite into that. And you know, in 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 that solo where you just enjoy the really brutal fight scenes, that, that was kind of fun. Um kind of felt like it was it was it was pushing those boundaries of the, the PG thirteen with the especially the one where it was like smashing the face in with the hammer.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. I, I think we've about all of it then. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah um, so yeah I'm done uh, I'll, I'll w- wash my hands of it till Rogue One <sighs> I, don't even, I, mean, I don't even really feel like I need to do that to be honest like
1: I think there's a comedy value
0: the comedy value it's not even like episode one of this did that well numbers wise either like I mean there's not really mu- alright yeah there's not really much of an argument for me to do more Star Wars episode ones at this point comedy value
1: People want it.
0: Mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm doubtful of it. You you know what? Well, you got a whole season out of me. I tried a whole season to see how I'd feel.
1: Out of interest, what what about uh, Kenobi? Given that that one is you know it, it's done by uh, Deborah Chow, who obviously did the the two episodes that were the probably the best of this show. Are you in, in, interested at all in trying that?
0: No, less so because I don't really like you, and McGregor that much.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that. <laughs> I forgot about that weird fact. Oh, sorry, I don't like and McGregor that much. You should be sorry for that.
0: If, if I'm picking fellow Scotsman as actors, I'm, I'm way more going for McAvoy than I'm going for McGregor. McAvoy- is very good as well. McAvoy's, McAvoy's Professor X. And the X-Men is better than Star Wars. So, there you go. That's what we're in this on, really. X-Men is better than Star Wars. And I'm a DC guy. I prefer DC. But DC, Marvel... uh. Turtles. Actually, I probably like Turtles more than Marvel, but I'm a big Turtles fan from my kid growing <laughs> up. But, uh, you know, Marvel, um, you know, Star Trek's in here somewhere. Then there's uh,
1: maybe the Teletubbies. Uh... <laughs> really? You're going to put Teletubbies above Star Wars?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, close above it, but above it. <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, above that, those chuckle vision. Chuckle visions are b- better than both. To
1: be, to be fair, yeah, well Television's pretty
0: good. is great. <laughs> I'm, uh,
1: I'm not gonna fight you that much on that one. Uh, of
0: course, only the British people have like, any idea what we're talking about right now. But that's that's okay. Uh, yep. Chuckle vision. Chuckle vision. Chuckle vision dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun vision vision dun dun Thank you very much for watching, guys! <laughs> this,
1: this was the Mandalorian, can,
0: like it's a <laughs> you can ding the bell on YouTube. You can let us know you thought of the episode and the the, the show. You can whine, whine in the comments about how apathetic I am and uh, whatever. I don't care at this point. I'm done. I'm done pretending to care. <laughs> I'm just done. Um, we'll, we'll see for other shows and movies and shit but not more of this. Well, I mean, maybe Carl would do sold reviews or something. I don't know, but I don't care. See
1: uh, how busy we are when he comes uh, back.
0: But thank you very much for watching our list. I always appreciate it. Get us on patreon.com slash TV for, for financial support. Uh, get us on at mail underscore fuzz for, for Twitter updates and whatnot. But that is us. So thank you once again. Keep watching TV. Have you got any vanilla?